listener production. Hello and welcome to another episode of That's Enough Already. The man whose accent is just as captivating as his comedy, Dara O'Brien, joins me this week. This chat, we focus on how we would absolutely perish in a zombie apocalypse and how the world would be a much better place if we all just wore name tags. I mean, how easy would that be? Enjoy. That's quite enough. Just shut your mouth. I don't give a stuff. It shush, please. Yes, I can hear. But I don't care. That's enough already. Shut up. Oh, shush. How often do you tour? But I saw you've performed in Moscow. Uh, not so that recently. Let's make that very clear. Not as in we camouflage, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. Yeah. You know, I wasn't there to endorse Putin's regime. Yeah, <laughs> loads of missiles. Yeah, we very much nixed the Moscow gigs after the, the tanks rolled into the U- Ukraine. Yeah. But we did do it before, and it was. And actually, I would always. I used to tell us like it was a major highlight because it was rammed with people, all of whom yeah. were Muscovite, because yeah. it's full of comedy nerds. Who the people who, when you release a DVD, would yeah. instantly translate into Russia and stick it onto YouTube. Yeah. And so when I walked out, I did a joke at the start of the show um, that nobody laughed at, which is, you know, I'm old enough to know, okay, that worked yeah. 160 times. It suddenly hasn't. There must be something else there. So rather than go, oh no, they hate me, yeah. and then crying, I go, okay, why did that not work? Yeah. That always worked. And they said, oh no, we've heard it. The guy in the third row said, we've heard it. We've heard it all before. And I said, you're kidding me. They said, oh, we love your stuff. We've seen all your stuff. And you're kind of going, oh, yeah. Christ. So I had to, on stage, try to remember pre-DVD. Uh, like, there's yeah. not even, and we're even now post-DVD. We go back to go, pre, pre-record, the stuff yeah. that was never, and the first half yeah. was a mess. And then the second half, I managed to find solid stuff from 15 wow. years earlier. The strangest place I did a gig on this tour was in Svalbard. Svalbard is an island Partly Norwegian, partly Russian, as the Norwegian part, um, yeah. in the Arctic Circle, where it's permanent darkness for about six months and permanent light yeah. for the other six months. And I went yeah. to the darkness bit because I thought, oh. I'm a night person. Uh, and this will be the ultimate, I think, of that. Uh, polar bears, um, northern lights, lots of snow. Um, yeah. The audience were people who, the kind of people who, when you talk to them, say, what's it like living in Svalbard? They go, oh, yeah, it's great. And then they'll have a moment where they go, I have a cabin five miles away from anyone else. I just go there and it's really quiet. And you're going, okay. Uh, yeah. Everyone is, I really like the isolation. You know, there's parts of Australia, and, and, and for example, we're, we're really isolated. And yeah. they're the kind of people who love that. Yeah. And that they would, it would, this is a community who just love that. Amazing, genuinely amazing place. No polar bears. Yeah. But we all heard about a polar yeah. bear. They, well, uh, man, you can't see them in the snow. It's that's, hard. That's their trick. Yeah. It's honestly, they, they, it's like they've thought that through. Yeah, it's like they should have been brown or something. But if when it's not snowing, fuck me, are they conspicuous? Yeah. They are the most conspicuous bear in the world <laughs> when it's not Scooching snowing. Scooching against the wall. Hey, excuse me. I'm just quickly yeah. scooching. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. <laughs> I'm just here. Nothing to say here. <laughs> Rub some charcoal on the belly. I'm just, I'm just a friendly panda. <laughs> What's that over there? When I went to Norway and Finland and stuff, that you know, because it's summer. I just got back. I've been back for like six days, five or six days, and uh, everyone's like, "Oh, it's the weather is just amazing." And I go, "What's it like in winter?" And they all go, "Terrible, just terrible." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they go, they all leave. Like the ones that can afford it leave. No one stays there for the six months that they just in darkness and up to their tits in snow. And, you know, I'm like, oh. Last week I was in Canada doing a Canadian tour of this show. 
Yeah. And you'd be in something like Toronto going, this is the most beautiful city in the world. This is beautiful. And they people would like grab you and go, yeah, but in winter, minus 40. And you're going, oh, fucking hell. So, you know, we can't even walk out. Onto, we can't, we have a tunnel. Yes. To, to walk us from place to place because it's too cold to be on the street. You're going, the fuck are you doing here? How- no. How the fuck do you survive? Like when, because I did Montreal and um, Vancouver and they go, I go, what's yeah. the hardest part about living in Canada where it snows so much? And they go, oh, that's a dog shit weeks. I go, what? They go, there's like two weeks that they call the dog shit weeks. Oh, where all the dog poos reappear. As soon as the snow starts melting, because dog shit and it's hot, and then it melts to the bottom, so the owners don't pick up the shit. But then as soon as the snow melts, all that shit just goes onto the pavement, and now they've got two solid weeks of just dog shit, and every city just smells like shit. Wow. I'm like, that enough. Apart from the snow up to your tits, just the dog shit. Two weeks of dog shit. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm that not there tough. for those yeah, two weeks. Well, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Do you have a dog? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I, I, we only got one recently. So we're very, we're very, yeah. Oh, all right. We got a golden retriever. Oh. Yeah. Uh, an, an utterly mad golden retriever. So I'm very now, I'm very suddenly turned into mm, about dog shit in a way that I just ignored it in the past. And now yeah. I'm like, well, somebody hasn't done their, their civic duty of picking yeah. the dog, you know. Well, yeah. It is classic as a parent type tech type tech yeah. uh, tech category. This like whatever. Excuse me, you don't understand this. I have children. Yeah. I understand what it means yeah. for them to be boo and hey whatever. You have not you have not grown emotionally enough to realize how awful this is. But I yeah. have. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that it's very easy territory to fall into that thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, you gotta I just walk away from that shit immediately. As a mum, I just walk away from that. I just cannot. Yeah, you know, well, as, as a father of a daughter, uh, as yeah. a father of a daughter, a, I also walk away from that shit. Like, as an ally, I believe is what you're trying to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do think it, I find the old as a father of the daughter thing that people go for a right fucking party with that phrase you know really yeah. oh did you not think women existed until you had it? oh no I, yeah. I did notice they existed including the one with whom I had a daughter the one with whom I had the relationship sufficiently strongly to have a child I hadn't noticed her around the house the <laughs> yeah. no but even when when guys say they're feminists I'm like come now Come now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. leave it to us. Let us do it. You know, there's certain things that we just need to do ourselves. You know, like you're never going to see me in a picket line um, going with hammer and tongs and trying to fight for better urinals for the men's rooms. You know, I'm going to leave that to you guys. <laughs> you guys do that. We're not even fighting for that. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, you just, just piss on your shoes. We'll, we'll do us. I think there is a, a, a tendency to misunderstand. Um, so... You know, the patriarchy uh, yeah. as actually men don't, could be arsed complaining about shit. Like, and they'll just, <laughs> they'll happily pick on the floor if you give them back. Yeah. You know, stuff that you go, this is an insult to our gender, yeah. that this, this is the facility that you give us. Men have never thought, well, this is an insult to my gender. This yeah. rank, yeah. fucking, smelly <laughs> wall I'm supposed to piss against here. The, uh, how this is, oh, this is typical of the matriarchy, that this is what they need. Men just, oh, okay, I'll piss on the fucking wall. They, uh, it's grand. You're, you're missing something low standards for an actual, yeah. you know, a genu- genuine contentment with how the system is working. Yeah, so. This is sort of, 
how how men are saving their energy, right, for if there is an attack or if something big happens or, you know, like someone has yeah. to fight yeah. for like the last biscuit or whatever, you're saving your energy for that. You're not going to fucking use Oh, it no, no, absolutely. We're cons- at all times, we're waiting, you know, there's an apocalypse mode where we're yeah. storing stuff down. But when when we it shit will really kick in and then we'll when will actually be useful. They yeah. uh God. I've I have often reflected about in the post apocalyptic world, what is our role in all that? Yeah. What what I mean, will there be they, they never show in the camps of, you know, in the last of us and these things where they uh, they open the door. There's never a room where one of us is on stage going, Hey, what about the zombies, eh? Took me, you know. Well they perform a really useful social service. They uh <laughs> Like heaven, the comedians were immune to the zombie virus because now we just run a load of improv night. All these uh, potty mouths, everyone that's ever gone, you know, you shouldn't swear so much. They're fucking chucking us out to the zombies the minute they come for the gate. But I reckon... Absolutely. We, yeah. You see the comedians will be in the zombies like, so you guys uh, want to come in? We've got some... Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, I normally tour the human encampments, but I've done the zombie encampments. They're not bad, actually. I mean, it's very... <laughs> It's a tough game. You gotta keep moving. Who books it? Wait, how'd you get the gig? How'd you how'd you get the phone? <laughs> yeah. Do you have a contact number? Can you hook it up? Can you hook it yeah. up? <laughs> it's fine. You know, you can double up. Uh, but you gotta be fast. You can do you can zombie at eight and then close you in a ten. Fucking hits. You just walk in, you go, hey, brains, eh? Brains, eh? They're nice. Yummy, mm, yum, yum, by you. We all yeah. have brains. How good is it? You can carry your coat the whole day on your arms, never get tired. Never get tired. Never. You guys, oh, you just keep going. You just keep going. Okay, I'm just going to move the mic a little bit over here. Okay, just, gonna move, just keep circling around the club. <laughs> do you tour with your kids or at all, or do they no. stay home and go no, no, to school? No, no, no. I, they say, oh, I mean, I very rarely even, my wife is coming over some of the Australia gigs. The, yeah. uh, and it's only to meet a friend of ours who emigrates to Channel Theatre in years. The, uh, yeah. But the kids thing, they, it drives them insane because I keep saying, no, there wouldn't be enough time because all it is is I wake up, we travel to the next place and I go to yeah. the, and then it's really, it get really, really boring. And yeah. then I send them photographs of me doing seaplane tours in Vancouver. And I go, I look at me, I'm having another fun time. Or here I am in, you know, oh, I discovered a, a, a giant maze in somewhere, and I'm now. I'm in. I'm, I'm really. I live. Um, I FaceTimed them from a maze in Montreal, and yeah. I said, "I'm in a labyrinth in Montreal." And then they're going, "It's not because I, I don't bring them. I don't bring them, but I, I still tell them everything amazing that I see. Yeah, which I think drives them up the wall. Like, oh, no, you wouldn't see anything if you were with me. It'd be really boring. Here's a yeah. photograph of a cake vending machine in Toronto Airport. It's fresh <laughs> cake from a machine. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. stop looking, sending it to your Instagram. Yeah. Uh, of your outlet. No, it, it would be too much of a thing. It's amazing the amount of people who presume they do. Yeah, who presume that you know, and I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you do. Maybe you have to. They, but yeah, uh, but who think that? Or they hear and you're going, no, sure, I'm fucking in Bristol for one night. Why the fuck would yeah. I drag them out of school and my wife out of work? Yeah, I'm, I'm literally in your city for four hours. I fly in, I do the gig, yes. and then I leave in the morning. Like first flight out. People go, you should, you know what you should do tomorrow? I'm like, when I'm in a different country, when I'm, when I'm in that yeah, different country. Yeah, when I've already country. fucked off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you've got a few days here. You should drive up to the mountain. You should take, yeah. what the fuck scheduling I'm on that I'm going to drive up to the mountain, immediately turn back and drive back again uh, yeah. and be out of your mind, you know. Because yeah. oh, I as a, did, did two weeks in Canada and Canada's very beautiful, but I saw yeah. city, 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 city. Yeah. People go, oh, you should see the wilderness. How the fuck am I supposed to get to the wilderness and back in time for the sound check? It's the wilderness. Yes. Presumably yes. there's a minimum amount of travel I have to do to get to the yeah. wilderness. 
The, uh, yeah. So, and I'm, I'm traveling. I'm traveling by Uber, not helicopter. That jet lag part of my brain is just gone. You have no sense of time or place. Or it. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You will never know what day it is ever again. My mum just had a test uh, for like dementia. You know, they they tell them a story and then you have to repeat the story, and it's like out okay. twenty five or whatever. I would fail that test. I'd have early onset dementia if I had to do that because they ask you, you have to repeat the person's name doing the test with you, and then you have to tell them the date. The name. Um, the and the name. time. I'm like, well, I guess I've got dementia. Yeah. Well, oh, I should just stay here. I have to stay here yeah. in your facility because I, I packed a bag on the way here because I can't remember your fucking name at all, so therefore <laughs> I must be. So I've already, I've arrived. If I knew that was a test, I would just bring pajamas with me because yeah. I am absolutely not the name. I'm not remembering anyone's name. Fuck Who no. remembers name? No, I, I, they put a helmet on me and soft pink pajamas. There's no way they would let me leave and go back home. I'm just never leaving that facility ever again. Yeah, I'm here now, and so you 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 now have to look after me. Whatever. Yeah. You, could no. you wear a name tag as well? That'd be really handy. Because frankly, <laughs> no, I'm yeah. never remembering your name. The, uh, How good? If the whole world can just wear name tags. Oh, stop it. Jeez, it's yeah. so irritating. And the importance people put on to us uh, in a, oh my, you, you didn't remember my name. It's yeah. You're just another John something. It's not a, yeah. I, you know, I, I remember a friend of mine, Ed Burns, saying that he, he bumped into a guy uh, and he had a conversation with him. He picked up the thread of a conversation. Yeah. Hey, Remember that time that you swam with a dolphin and the dolphin, you know, electrocuted some kids or whatever? You know, something had it happened. Yeah. It wasn't actually that. That's obviously yeah. made that up. The, yeah. uh, that never happened. But the... Uh, People are going to Google that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You think, wow, that's a fucking incident. The, uh, when Ed Byrne and a dolphin killed children. I know. Electrocuted <laughs> them as well. I mean, it was weird. Yeah. Bit through the cable and deliberately zapped the kid. <laughs> Who knew a dolphin could bite through a cable as well? I mean, like really like accurately. Anyway. Then someone, the guy said, well, and you, yeah, I said, oh, do you remember my name? And I said, no. And he said, oh, do you got the fucking hope. And it's like, fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. No, you know what fucks me off, right? When you're in a situation, say we're, we're in a room and then someone starts talking to me. Um, and then as soon as I start, I go, um, my name's Ursula. And they go, I know. I'm like, no, now is the opportunity for you to go, oh, and you. my name's John. Yeah. Follow my lead, bitch. <laughs> Don't just go, I know, and carry on. They go, you're famous. I go, yeah, you're not. Fucking say your name. I don't know your name. <laughs> <laughs> the point of it wasn't to, for me to appear humble. The point yeah. wasn't for me to go, oh, by the way, I am famous television comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wasn't trying to be of the people. It was your fucking chance to say your name, you dick. The, uh, and so. <laughs> I've, I've said so many times, I go, if I look off to the side, this is your cue to yeah. go, sorry, she's being so rude. Uh, or look at her, she's recognised someone. Anything, oh. anything, say anything, and then just go, yeah. my name is, and what is your name? And then I can overhear and go, sorry, I was, I thought I recognised. Of course, this yeah. is John yeah. John. This is, oh, yeah. No, never. It has never happened in the history of comedians. We're never going to find that person. The minute you find that person, that is it. Your career is over. I think they, we need need that level of panic, of chaos. Uh, otherwise, yeah, yeah. you know, you're an accountant and you can remember people's names. Because it is impossible that people just go, oh, am I a little person? Am I not Am I not enough for you to care about my name? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I met you 18 years ago. 
you know, and you threw a paper plane on, on the stage, you know. So fucking sorry that I can't remember you. But, you know, we meet so many people. Like, your brain is like a Rolodex. You only remember the names you have to, like the wife, the kids, the in-laws. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the minute I start remembering fucking people I met at a gig five years ago, then that's it. Now I can't remember the kids' names. Are you happy now? Is this what you want? The absolute killer for me is the parents of kids who are in the same class as your kid yeah. on those social evenings. Oh, yes. Um, I can remember none of their names. I had a line once in a show about um, uh, about about being in a party. If, like, if you have more and more kids, that if you like, it's, it becomes increasingly difficult to care and to remember about the other people's yeah. names. And there was a line I had where I go, um, I mean, if you've got five kids, say, you must go to those parents' social night and just sit with a can in your hand or a tin, yeah. you don't know what you call it. With the, uh, and somebody comes up and goes, hi, I'm Ben's dad. And you go, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, and that always got this massive round of applause. It was like, there's no art to that at all. There's no craft to that line at all. There's no subtlety. But it was the most well-received line. Ever. But everyone thinks it. Fuck. I really, I have friends. Fuck off. I hate those parents. Fuck off. Always work. Oh my God. It was, yeah, yeah always work. I, honestly, I have nothing like, except for the fact that we all have kids and we're all sort of in the age bracket. I have fuck all just, in common with these people. Nothing. Yeah. This woman, uh, and so often my daughter plays netball and basketball, right? And so um, she just finished the netball season, then basketball season started. And so I went to most of the netball games, but then the basketball season started as my tour started, so of course I can't go to that. So it's a different coach for that. And then she saw me at the last netball game and she goes, it's good to see you're finally getting involved. I go, excuse me? No. And she goes, it's good to see you finally getting involved. We've never seen you at basketball. I go, and I've never seen you at my fucking job. I just got so angry. I'm like, I'm like, bitch, I work. Yes. Who do you think is paying for this fucking picnic? Wow. You know, it's like, good to see you finally getting involved. I did every fucking game in netball just because my tour started as basketball. You know, I mean, yeah. it's a ball through a hoop. I've fucking seen it with the other sport, you know. Uh, you know it's not a fucking high stakes game. Come you know what man. I mean? Like, it's the Come best word in the world. I often use Alaskan lobster fishermen as the example yeah. Of you know, Daddy could also have been you know on the on the Great Banks of Newfoundland uh, for weeks at a time, as if that was ever an option B in the situation that I was calling it. Not not with that smell. <laughs> Mommy's already lesbian. I can't be a fisherman too. <laughs> There's too much fish going around. Oh, there's a lot of that's the general theme, which is running too much to life. I think you'd want the break. Also. When the joy of it is, by the time you get to the third thing, the parents are younger, are getting younger and younger, younger yeah. around you. And they're fucking Roy Keen about let's go out and do um, axe throwing nights. Yeah. And you're going, I've been oh, invited to that, that quite a few times. I'm like, fuck off. I want to hang out with you. I'm trying to avoid you at school pickup. I have to tell you this one. So I live in a real bogan area and um, we're sitting at school uh, and this one mum is sitting on the bench next to me. And she talks about her mum and she's like, you know, it's just, she's got five kids, this one, and she's like talking about her mum and how her mum's doing her head in and, you know, her mum, she thinks she must be losing her marbles, you know, because she's getting older and, you know, and 
it's just it's so hard. It's so hard to see your parent, you know, your your mum yeah. getting older. And I'm like, yeah, I can relate. You know, I, I look at my mum and I'm like, I can see her getting older, you know. I go, how old your mum? She goes, 43. 40 motherfucking three. I'm like, <laughs> I go, I'm five years older than your mum. <laughs> uh, it's it, it, it's tough though, you know. When your mum moisturising really, you mustn't really. It's just not getting the results it used to, you know. There's a little crack of the hair, maybe or. Oh, I worry. I worry. I worry. My mother might be perimenopausal sometime in the next half decade. Uh, sometime in the next ten years. I'm like, I'm hot flushing right now, and you could tell she said it with like. So she was expecting the pity to come from me. I was like, I'm five years older than your mum. And you can tell it never even crossed her mind. <laughs> now, let me ask you something. What is the thing about other people that shits you to death? Okay, but shit, shits is more scared where yeah. I'm from. Oh. You know, oh, man, I shit scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, oh, that scared the shit me. Oh, man, I shit me. Yeah. So, so I'm going to go, what the fuck? So, you know. That kind of problem, yeah. that kind of like me saying a very Irish thing yeah. and people going, no, yeah. and that fucks me up yeah. enormously. Yeah. The, and then the smallest, I'll, I'll give the, the combination of a very small, tiny thing. But as a comedian, you know this, occasionally when you travel, like you'll do, you'll, you'll, you'll drop in a, a line or a word yeah. that you think everyone just get. Like, I mean, yeah. there's a very simple one I had in the show about, I went to a doctor recently to show the thing about to get a knee, my knee sort of, I got a bad knee and I had to pay the doctor, I was paying the doctor and I made the point about how if you pay a doctor, fuck me, the tone is very different than if you go to the NHS or you get yeah. to go to a doctor for free, where they're quite yeah. fucking curt. You got five minutes, get out. If you're fucking paying them cash, um, they will be, they will move heaven and earth, I said, yeah. not to call you fat. Yeah. That is the, they, and they'll find every euphemism. And the euphemism the man used at one stage, he looked at me and said, well, he said, you're a very solid man. Yeah. Uh, he said, and I said, and I had to lie to the topper, I would go, I've got fucking am. I am there for you. If you need me at any time, 24 hours that you ring this number, I am solid. That is it. That makes sense where I'm from. Yeah. But I had 10 gigs in Canada where they went, sorry. And they went, no, so solid. And then like, I'll do you solid. I'm, I'm yeah. solid. I'm, I can be relied upon yeah. nothing. And you go, yeah. no, for fuck's sakes. Right. Now, a, a more, slightly more dramatic version scaling up is, is I went to I went to I did an opening gig in, in the, just last festival and I used the word knackered. Are you familiar yeah. with knackered? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said to be exhausted, to yeah. be yeah. to spent. No, I'm knackered, yeah. right? Yeah. And I did not realize that in Montreal they had no fucking clue what that word meant. And I have a routine yeah. that involves using the word knackered nine times in a row. And wow. it was knackered this, knackered that, knackered, 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 knackered. And the more you use it, it is not becoming part of the vernacular. Yeah. We didn't understand it the first time. We continue yeah. to not understand it. And the whole yeah. fucking you, uh, that. But yeah. the tiniest version that I have of those that really fucks me off is, how are you? Which is the Irish form of address. When we say hello, we say, how yeah. are you? How are you? Yeah. How are you? Yeah. How are you? Right? Yeah. We do not mean, how are you? Don't fucking tell me how you are. It yeah. just means hello. Yeah. That shit, while part of the great rich tapestry Shit me up. Yeah. The very new show shits me up, shits me up. Yeah. It is a local phrase that I do not understand. So, you, yeah. know what, so, you know what yeah. shits me? It's like if I, like when I was touring the UK, February, my first time touring the whole of the UK um, and Ireland, and 
Um, and then I, I talk about have, wearing linen pants, right? And everyone's like, yeah. you can tell they were like, I go, and because I used to live in Wales, so when I was in Cardiff, I said to them, when I said pants, are you thinking underpants? And they're all like, yes. I go, why? When I talk, I even describe the pants. And, and, and yeah. now you think I'm picking my kids up in linen pants. I'm like, like nowhere else, like only you lot say pants for underwear. You don't watch Shit's Creek or anything on Netflix that's American and they say pants and you go, I can't watch this filth. Everyone's walking around in underpants. No. <laughs> I go, surely you can make the fucking connection. Oh, she must be talking about trousers. Yeah. No. Yeah. And the same, like, if, if in one country you say footpath and the other one you say sidewalk and then the other one and pavement. Yeah. And if you don't say the right one in the right country, they look at you like, what does she mean by this that is, footpath? It, it is, no, it's a small thing, right? And yeah. obviously it's different in the language. The bit the theory thing is people's like, Huh? Yeah. In the middle of it, you're going, oh, for fuck's sakes, man. We all know pavement, sidewalk, pavement, footpath. We can- you can join the fucking dots. It's because common sense has fucking died. Like, people can't just go, yeah. oh, you must mean that. No, I'll, I'll just complete the picture. No, we're like, draw it. Draw the whole picture and then colour it and then shove it up my ass so I can understand it. You're like, fuck off. I don't have time to explain this. All right, and what's the one thing about you that shits you? Me? Yeah, one oh, thing about you that just... I'm- Perfect. Can we get your wife on the line, please? Yeah, she could probably explain in some in some detail. Do you know? I think the lack of fucking focus and drive would be to number one thing. That if I didn't have to stand in front of an audience, I would very happily just like let moss grow yeah. uh, and yeah. just the shit with nothing. Yeah, but the but I need this. This I absolutely yeah. need there to be a fucking. There are going to be a thousand people in a room looking at you going. What have you done? What have you prepared? And I go, fuck me. The word self-starter, fuck that. No, if you know, I would happily just sit around the house doing nothing. Yeah, so it's grand. And I I think, I think we loved it real because I thought I was, oh, ambitious go-getter. But no, only because I've deliberately chosen a job in which I have to stand in front of people who are going, well, this better be, come on now. And that that scares me to fucking do some work. Our jobs, we have their money. There's no guarantees. We give you no guarantees. This could yes. be shit. You could not agree with us, but we still have your money. Even in coffee, you give the coffee, you give the money. You know, like there's something at the end and like you're getting what you're asking for. With us, there's no, you know, good fucking luck. You don't even know what's going to come out of my mouth. We could, you could yeah. pay for the one show that it says on the ticket and then we could walk on stage and go, not today, you're not getting that emotional shit. You're getting this show. Yeah. <laughs> And also, I think you can get to a point where, you know, fuck whatever you get to, you're 60 or whatever, you kind of go, well, I can sell out one last tour yeah. and then not bother my arse with this. Because the word would travel slowly. You'll still yeah. sell on reputation, but you get one free tour where you just walk yeah. out and go, nothing. <laughs> I've done no preparation for this. It's too late. This is just going straight into the fucking retirement pot. I am yeah. finished at the end of it. And I'll do one shit tour. And that is it. I think I have suspicions of comedians I know who are, who are, who are doing, currently doing their one shit tour. Yeah. But I'm not going to say who they are. Uh, <laughs> but you're going to go, that you could just probably just guess and then you couldn't do it twice. Yeah. It would be tough to do that the second time. But yeah. one, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, you could do it. It's like back in the 90s when every band in the world did the Unplugged album. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Every band would do an Unplugged album and every band would have a Christmas song or a Christmas album and you go, this is shit. Yeah. 
It's like people forget back in the day there used to be every TV show like MASH, Golden Girls, ER, you name it, there'd be one that would just be a musical episode. In the season, like usually the 13th oh, or 14th yes. episode. Oh, yes, you're right, yeah, yeah, Booksy, yeah, whatever, yeah. We used to have to sit through our favourite actors and fucking sing. And we're like, no, I don't want to see that. That was the shit episode of the season. I don't want to see the musical one where they, someone's had a head bump and now everyone's singing and dancing. It's like, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So equally, we therefore should be allowed final tour, absolute yeah. final tour, they just come out and do jazz standards for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And people go, is this, is this a gag? And then that's it. Good night, folks. It's been yeah. lovely. 30 years. 30 great years. <laughs> Fine. Fuck you. Thanks for the cash. Yeah, but, but you're not coming next time. Neither am I. Bye. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. I was, I was retiring anyway. <laughs> I've late stage pancreatic cancer. Fuck it, that's unimportant. Anyway, I'm out of the game. Oh my god! Make a few quits for my family after I'm gone. Bye. Fuck you, man. Dinner sucks. Bye. Thank you. That's how it fucking ends. I think that's how it ends. Hi, Donna. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. That was fucking amazing. I had such a good time. That was so much fun. That yeah. was great. Thank you very much. I will see you in Sydney. Tickets for Dara's tour, so where were we, are available now for his Perth, Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane shows. For tickets and info, head over to daraobrien.com. Dara will also be performing alongside me at the Sydney Just for Last Festival from 12 to 20th of November 2023. Tickets are on sale right now. If you like this episode, you will love my chat with Ross Noble where he shares the best shopping centre interaction of all time. Lesson learned. Never pretend to ignore them in a supermarket. Just search That's Enough Already with Ross Noble. Wherever you download your podcast from. Go on, get it. Thanks for listening to this episode of That's Enough Already, hosted by me, Ursula Carlson, and produced by Natalie Turner. Supervising producer was Nick McClure, and special thanks to Ella Leaf and Beck Sutherland. Couldn't do it without you, gals. If you like this podcast, remember to subscribe. Share it with all of your friends. Tell your mum. Tell your sister. Don't tell that annoying brother of yours, you know. But definitely share it with a friend. Thank you.